arms. It is time to shoot your favorite confetti cannon because welcome to this show. And if you're like, who the hell is this broad and what show are we talking about? I'm Jess and you are now listening to the Babe AF podcast. You know, Babe as fuck. My second favorite F word besides Friday. So what you're going to find here is amazing tips and tricks on how to be the most confident version of yourself. Amazing dedicated time to celebrate yourself, especially when it involves confetti. And you'll be learning from or about amazing trailblazing babes of their time in their business. So I get to sit down and either teach you guys about some amazing women in history or sit down with the best babes in their industry that are blazing trails, doing amazing things, and who just really love what they're doing. And I cannot wait to share all of this with you guys. Um, I'm so happy that you're here. If you've been a longtime listener, what up, bitch? If you're brand new, I'm so, so happy that you're here. Um, so have a seat, get cozy, let's fucking go. Hi, friends. Welcome to Fun Friday, um, where I do my best to uh, not talk your ear off, but give you some tangible tips on how to be a more confident version of yourself. So let's circle back, you know, to about, I would say, mm, 2010. Um, And you're going to ask me, Jessica, why is it significant? Okay, well, in the year of 2010, I went on my last first date with my husband on February 4th. I celebrated my 29th birthday on February 6th. Um, Christopher became my boyfriend not too long after that. I think May-ish. Um... He moved in with me in August of 2010. He made me a mixed CD, if you will, with a compilation of very cool songs at the time. And it may not have been, but a few short months later that he asked me to be his wife, February 19th of 2011. And I was already shopping for wedding gowns. Now, let me tell you, before he ever proposed, before he ever um, decided he wanted to marry me, it may have been before that, I don't exactly know. But along the time that we were dating, definitely before we got engaged, he made me a mixtape on a CD. Um, and there was a song on it. Now, let me just preface this by saying, bitch, you're crazy. Yes, I know. I was already looking at wedding venues the December before we got engaged because if you guys don't know, I'm originally from Indiana and I knew I wanted to marry him and I knew that was something that we were working towards because every decision we had ever made up until the points that we were making them were super easy and honestly, I didn't question a fucking thing. Um, we looked at wedding venues in December of 2010 before he ever proposed to me, like I said, because I'm from Indiana and he's from Texas slash Oklahoma. And so I wanted to see if there were any venues in Indiana that I liked. Um, and then if 
Chris's family couldn't travel to Indiana, we'd have a small party back here, vice versa. Well, um, I realized that as I was looking through venues in Indiana, that our headcount for our wedding would be like 300 people. Trust me, I'm getting to the point here, I promise. Um, so we decided we would get married in Texas. And anyone that I invited from my friend's family from Indiana, if they could make it, great. If they couldn't, we would maneuver and pivot and do whatever you need to do to, you know, put on a production such as a wedding. And trust me, as someone who worked for David's Bridal for almost seven years and planned weddings in the interim um, and events for roughly 12, um, it is a freaking production. And it's all in what you make it. And quite honestly, I think people get so hung up on the wedding industry in general, which, trust me, it provided a lot of financial stability and creativity and all of that good stuff for a very long time. It still does. I take a lot of those opportunities and I work for a wedding venue to this day. Um, so what I love about this man is that in this CD, coming back to that, there was a song on it. And this song is by Florence and the Machine. If you know it, you love it. If you don't know it, um, I don't have the rights to play it for you, so go to whatever music streaming app you listen to and listen to this one. So, it's called The Dog Days of Summer. So, before I get into why this is important, we're going to hop into an ad. Alright, you guys. So, thank you for welcoming me back. Also, if you just stumbled in, this is the Babe AF Podcast, and this is Fun Friday, where I share tips with you on how to be the most confident and badass versions of yourself. Um, babe as fuck, if you will. So, before we get into why this song is so important and how it carries with me throughout the days of my life thus far, um, let me read the lyrics to you. Um, happiness hit her like a train on a track. Coming towards her stuck, still no turning back. She hid around corners and she hid under beds. She killed it with kisses from it which she fled. With every bubble she sank with her drink and she washed it away down the kitchen sink. The dog days are over. The dog days are done. The horses are coming, so you better run. Run fast for your mother. Run fast for your father. Run fast for your children, for your sisters and brothers. Leave all your love and your longing behind. You can't carry it with you if you want to survive. The dog days are over. The dog days are done. Can you hear the horses? Because here they come. Because here they come, sorry. Um, and I never wanted anything from you except everything you had and what was left after that. Two, oh. Happiness hit her like a bullet in the back, struck her from a great height by someone who should know better than that. The dog days are over. The dog days are done. Can you hear the horses? Because here they come. Now, um, the chorus and the bridge repeat. So let's talk about this. Um, at very interesting points throughout my life, this song has popped in at very inopportune times, but also in times in which I am like, holy shit, there it is. 
okay? So, like I mentioned previously, in the first part of this episode, um, Chris and I met, got engaged, and were married in 18 months. I didn't say that all together, but that's what happened. So, met in February, became boyfriend and girlfriend before the summer. He moved in in August. He proposed in February. We were married on New Year's Eve 2011, okay? So, with that all being said, um, I'm shopping for wedding gowns. I worked at David's Bridal at the time. Um, Vera Wang had just launched a line of dresses at David's Bridal. Um, and I, being the seven-year associate of the organization, got to try on some of the first ones, which is really, really cool to get to do. Um, but it didn't always happen that way. Like, just like we had wonky proposal. Um, I, my sister and my best friend, Jen, um, came down to Austin to go wedding dress shopping with me. Um, and I thought for sure, like I was fucking certain knowing the kind of dress that I wanted, knowing what I wanted to have on, how I wanted to look, I wanted it to be vintagey. I wanted it to be a whole fucking thing. Um, I tried on probably 10 dresses in the store. Um, I did go to a couple other bridal shops, but I knew that I wanted to find my dress at Davis Bridal because <clears throat> discount, but also I love the accessibility of the dress. I wasn't really sure like what our wedding date was going to be. So I knew I wanted a very quick and easy order process because I knew how to do it. Um, and if I found a gown that I liked, typically longest order time for us is 12 weeks, depending upon what was needed to be done. Um, if it was special order or whatever, if we didn't have it off the rack, because there's a very great alteration gallon store and full cleaning of the dresses because I, I've done that many times myself, so even if I had to take one off the rack, I wouldn't care. Um, so, my sister and my best friend come in town. It was awesome. I had the best time. However, I didn't find my fucking dress. And I was mad about it. Not really mad, but I was like, huh, this is okay. So then we go to my birthday party. And, um, mind you, we're still not engaged. So, um, a couple weeks later, it does happen. Um, we get engaged. Here we are. Now we're in full planning mode. So with the engagement ring on my hand, I went to a different David's Bridal location in North Austin, not the one in South Austin that I used to work at. And on a whim with my best friend, Karen, we walked into the store. We tried on the dress that was there because I was like, I'm going to see if I like this because I immediately was drawn to it because it had lace. It was strapless, which not normally is my jam. I don't normally like strapless things. Number one, I don't have a very big chest, and I feel like you have to at least fill it out no matter what um, for it to look appropriate, at least on me. Um, so I was really looking for, like, one shoulder. I was looking for, like, calf sleeve. I was looking for, um, if you know me now, a power sleeve, you know? Um, and this dress had none of that. But what drew me to it is that uh, it had French lace and Swiss dot on it, which, if you know anything about those fabrics, they're really unique, which I appreciate. Um, and the bottom was a tiered skirt that was pleated. Now, what's really cool about this is that my great-grandmother, Mildred McKay, um, would always wear a pleated skirt. So, for me, that was an amazing nod to her, which I wanted to have some familiar, familial opportunity in a dress that I was choosing. Whether it be it was a brooch I was wearing, a headpiece, I wore my grand's, um, 
I had a milliner take the veil off my grand's pillbox hat and I wore that just across my eyes. Um, and I had a um, pen curl for my hair. It was awesome. So a lot of vintage nods, but also played homage to literally every woman maternally, paternally on my side that had something really quirky and cool about them. It's probably where I get it. So, um, I'm standing in the dress and I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay. I'm not hundred percent sure this is the dress for me. And then all of a sudden it gets zipped up and I turn around and lo and behold, the dog days of summer by Florence and the machine come on and I'm standing in my wedding gown. And I don't know, manifestation, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, the coincidence of that song being so prominent as Chris knew that that was a song that always made me feel better. To sing really loud, to run really fast, to just have a little bit more pep in my step, to put that on a CD and then have that transcend through our relationship in the manner in which I get married in the dress that I'm standing in when the song comes on is really cool. Now... Fast forward present day, and it's done it a couple of times throughout my life since we've been married in the last 11 years, 12 years we've been together that it's happened again. Can't really pinpoint right now, but today, the reason why I'm recording this episode for you guys today is because today, while in the gym, the song comes on. And mind you, for the last couple of months, I have doubted myself. I have not deemed myself worthy of success because I'm scared of what success actually will do to my mental capacity. I feel like even though I'm putting in the work, I don't deserve what comes from hard work sometimes. Are you guys ever in that space? Like you're not a hundred percent sure that it, no matter how much you pray or spiritual, you manifest, you affirm, you say that shit out loud, you write it in a notebook, you, you know, do your five things every day you are grateful for everything that's handed to you but sometimes you feel like you don't always deserve it um and today I had a really cool sales karmic opportunity happen to me today that I cannot thank my associate enough for because it put me on a map in a space where I am receiving encouragement from others when normally I give the receiving end of encouragement now there are a couple people in my work immediate family that do, and I call that immediate family because they always check in. They always ask. They always, they always come forth with encouraging words. They give me the tough love. They do what they need to do and what I need them to do for us all to do well together. Okay. So there is a small group and it's even bigger now that I went to the retreat in Ohio. So thank you for that. Um, because you guys know who you are, but today something came from someone that is habitually a very great salesperson. Dare I say a male? How dare I? A male. God love him. Um, and he gave me the opportunity to have what was mine, even though it was a joint opportunity. It was a joint success for us. Um, with no, with no ramifications of anything on the other end of that. It was out of the goodness of his heart and encouragement for me as a new associate to get better at this job. To know that what I am doing 
is helping others, even if right now I'm not 100% sure on myself. Um, that This month is going to be different. This month is already different. Um, in my job, in my life, I'm actually taking a fucking vacation next week, and I am not taking my work computer. Now, mind you, as someone that works remote and is an obsessive woman about her people, about what's in her pipeline, about the attachment of these files to my name because that is the be all end all majority of the time and that in this instance has helped me out a lot today and while I was in the gym I normally do three classes at a time they're 15 minutes long at Hotworks if you know you know um and today I could only do two and a half but I sat outside the sauna and I did a little bit of weights and as I was getting ready to leave gathering my things to come home um the dog days of summer came on over the loudspeaker in the gym. Now, when you're in the sauna, you don't hear it majority of the time, no matter, like, if you have the volume turned up to the virtual instructor or um, you just kind of get it in the, like, main areas, right? Like, when you go to the bathroom or you're lifting weights. Um, so, if I didn't take myself a little bit of time to lift a little bit of weight today and sit down and really feel grateful for today and my opportunity and the work that I'm putting in and the gratitude and the encouragement of my associate today, I would not feel the way that I feel right now. And so all of those things can come together for you and everything, if you hear nothing else from this episode, is that everything is always working out for you. Some people call it fucking lucky girl syndrome. I guess that's where we're at in society where we have to like label it with a syndromatic opportunity and I don't even know if syndromatic is a word but I just created it because lucky girl syndrome feels fucking dramatic to me but hey I'm not gonna knock it because it fucking worked today and tomorrow may be a different day but you know what I'm trying to take this job one day at a time one call at a time one built network relationship at a time. And what is happening over the last couple of months coming out of the two previous positions that I'm having, that I've had here, it's really starting to work. And I can't thank you all for sticking it with me. And I'm not saying that like, I'm going to get quoted in a week, but I totally could. I'm more confident in myself. I am receiving the opportunities that I'm giving out and I'm thankful for them. So today... I sat with it for a while. I processed it on my own, as my adorable manager would tell me, um, who has been nothing but encouraging, even though I don't understand him sometimes because, you know, women are from uh, Mars and men are from Venus. Wait, is that the other way around? Women are from Venus and men are from Mars. I'm not sure. It was a funny book back in the 90s that everyone was reading and where you try to understand each other. But we're working on it. So I'm just going to tell you, that if there is a song that always pops up when you need it to, oftentimes it's Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac, but you know what? Maybe Florence from Florence and the Machine is the modern Stevie Nicks. Not that that woman will ever be replaced in my heart, but she's a good gal to have in your corner when you need it. So if for some reason you need to borrow the dog days of summer for good shit to start happening to you and you recognize that that's happening and what's going on and that you want to let that in, you can borrow Florence for a little while. Just make sure you leave her a little bit of an open opportunity for me later on if I need it again, okay? Um, 
So that is today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you took something from it. If you did, feel free to share and pass along with those you love or even those who don't and need some encouragement, okay? Um, I'm going to run inside and take a shower because I've been driving around my subdivision again. Just word vomiting and processing all the things to you. So I hope you guys have the best day. I love you so much. And stay tuned to next week's Women to Watch Wednesday. And even the fun Friday after that. I'll talk to you soon. I love you, Benches. All right, you guys, thanks for listening this week. And if something resonated with you, feel free to reach out to me on socials at the Babe AF Pod. And don't forget to rate, review, like, subscribe, all the things on those platforms. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and I might even try out YouTube soon. So buckle up, babes. Let's go. If you'd like to meet with me, have a coffee, plan an event have a confetti moment i don't know y'all feel free to do so through email at the pod at gmail.com i hope you guys have the best day and the best time today i can't wait to see you next time toodles